Thank you for listening in to this week's sermon from Restoration Church Bryan. To learn more about Restoration, you can find us online at restorationbryan.com. We are so grateful for all those who are able to listen online, and we pray the message encourages you and challenges you as you draw closer to Jesus. If you are not already connected to a local church, we would love to invite you to join us for worship. If you are listening from another city, we pray that this message is a great supplement to your walk with Christ, and our hope is that you would have a gospel-centered local church that you call home. Thanks again for listening. Well, howdy, Restoration fam. Something we say often at Restoration Church, Brian, is this. Grace is, is not a commodity to be consumed, but it's, it's the character of God that, that we're called to display as followers of Jesus. Uh, sit and soak sort of consumerism Christianity has, has never been more useless than it is right now. Uh, like, I, I know you guys are, are not physically present with me, but, but if you were, uh, I'd, I'd have you, uh, I'd, be, I'd be calling for a hearty amen right now. I'd be having you, like, turn to your neighbor and saying something really lame, like, uh, like sit and soak is broke, okay? Uh, but you're, you're not here, so you'll just, have to, you'll just have to say that to your spouse or your uh whoever is, is with you uh, in your home or apartment or wherever you are right now. Um, but listen, uh, now more than ever, the, the, the world needs each and every member of the capital C church uh, to use their, their gifts to, to minister and to serve. Now, now, I, I think most of us, if not all of us, we're, we're scratching our heads trying to uh, figure out what that's supposed to look like right now. And, 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 and I get it. I, 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 really, I really do. I, like, I've been racking my brain trying to figure out what this is supposed to look like for in, in, in my life, uh, but also for Restoration Church, Brian as a whole. So, so I, I've been on the phone checking in on people. There's been FaceTiming. There's, there's been Zoom meetings with our missional community group. Uh, uh, we, we have our RCB Cares Facebook page where we're, we're trying to meet uh, the, the physical needs within our church family. Uh, we are we are continuing to go out on West MLK on Wednesday nights to um, to to supply food and educational resources to family families in needs uh, in in need and, and so we're we're doing these things we're we're even talking about doing like this this elder deacon door drop where if you're struggling with mental health if you're lonely and feeling isolated and you need somebody to come check on you we we want to minister and serve and so we're we're trying to figure out what all this looks like but one thing is certain. Uh, the gospel compels us to move toward others, even even in times of crisis. Yes, we we want to we want to honor our our government. Uh, we want to 
guard against spreading the virus, uh, but we, we don't get to, like, there's no, like, pandemic pause button on evangelism and discipleship. Like, that we don't get to press the pandemic pause button on the call of God. And so the gospel uh, and the grace of God that we've received uh, must be on display in the church to, to a, a watching world. So I, I, I want to invite you to pray with me right now, and then we're going to jump into Romans 12, uh, 3 through 8 for just, just a moment. And so uh, pray with me now. God, Father, we, we come before you, and uh, again, we just confess our absolute trust and dependence upon you. Uh, God, we, we confess in the midst of a lot of uncertainty uh, and a lot of unknowns, God, that you are faithful and true, that, that your, your word is, is the, the constant, um, and, and that you're calling on our, on our lives, that you have saved us to be set apart for you. Um, that still stands. And so, God, help us. Now, as we as we navigate through this corona crisis, Lord, give us wisdom and discernment. Uh, drive us towards need. Drive us to to continue to be on on mission uh, for the sake of the gospel. And and Lord, watch over and and protect us. Protect uh, our our community. Uh, and and Lord, um, through all of this, be glorified. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want to read uh, Romans 12, uh, 3 through 8 uh, this morning. So if you've got your Bibles, I, I, I want to encourage you to, to, to grab a copy of Scripture. And, and Paul says this in Romans 12, starting in verse 3. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Verse 4, for as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, and the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. I, I, I want to look at verse 3, and, and right off the bat, the text says, for by the grace given to me. And so notice Paul's emphasis here in Romans 12, before he talks about using these, these gifts of grace, he, his focus is on the source of the grace. Last week, one of the things I, I encouraged you to do, church family, was, was to sort of saturate your, your mind with the gospel in these times. And uh, here's the idea, you, you can't give a grace that you have not received. And, and I would say you can't be daily giving that grace unless you are daily sort of marinating your, your mind and heart in that, that grace and in the gospel. And, and notice uh, what this grace received. No, notice what it produces in the heart and the life of a, of a Christ follower. Uh, number one, it produces a, a, a humility. 
And, and we see that in verse three. But number two, it, it produces these God-given gifts. And, and so the, the first thing I want to look at this morning is this, this humility that, that's produced as we receive the grace of God. Uh, Louis Giglio says humility is not a character trait to develop. It's the national, uh, natural byproduct of being with Jesus. Andrew Murray says, humility is nothing but the disappearance of self in the vision that God is all. Humility, Murray says, is the displacement of self by the enthronement of God. I love that. Church, there is no room for pride in the economy of God. Uh, especially in times such as these. The, the heart, listen, the, the heart of the Christian message is, is not that God loved us, He loved you in like all of, of your awesomeness or in all of your worthiness. The heart of the gospel is this, that God loved you and He, he chose you when you were at your worst. Romans 5.8 says God demonstrates his love for us while, that we, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's why Paul would say in Galatians 6.14, may, may it never be that I would boast except in, in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ through which the world has been crucified to me and, and I to the world. So Christian, we, we boast in the cross we, we boast, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12, we boast in our weakness because it's there that the power of God is made perfect. It's there where we, where we really see fully that, that God's grace is sufficient. And, and so here, here's the application as we talk about this, this idea of humility. Is, is the world walks through this crisis. Uh, I'm praying that they see Christians who, who are marked by humility. I, I'm praying that the world sees in us a, a, a God-centeredness and, and not a self-centeredness. Uh, I, I pray that they see us being others-focused and not like completely self-absorbed right now. So, so here's, here's a thought. How are you stewarding your social distancing and isolation. And, and, and here's, here's what I mean by that. It, and and uh, for, 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 you, for you, Christian, if all of your social distancing and all of the isolation, and, and, and hear me carefully, is only for the sake of self-preservation. It's only for the sake of your security and sort of your, your comfort. And if, if you're not even thinking about the mission of God right now, right? Sharing Jesus, making Him known, making disciples of Christ. I, I would argue that there may be a root issue of pride. And you might be saying, like, say what? Like, what, like what, are, you, what are you talking about? What I'm saying is, you, you may be valuing yourself too much right now. You, you, may value your, your, you may be valuing your health and your safety and your security and your comfort more than the mission of God. 
But if you're actively seeking to steward this time uh, to glorify God and to make him known, you're, you're revealing sort of this, this humble dependence upon God in a devotion to, to the commission of Jesus. You're revealing an understanding that the gospel is something meant to be shared and, and lived out even in a time of crisis even in the midst of, of this pandemic when we're, we're all sort of trying to reach for a handle and, and, and get a handle of, of what life is supposed to look like right now, if you've received grace, if you've received the grace of God, what I'm saying, church family, is you should be actively looking for opportunities to give and to share that grace right now. Even, hear me, even in the midst of your own anxiety and, and struggle. Uh, I, I confessed to the restoration staff earlier this week, um, listen, I, like right now, it's crazy. Like we're, we're all supposed to be uh, sort of uh, uh, homeschooling experts right now. Like we're supposed to be experts at working from home. Like right now, we're supposed to all be experts at this like awkward six to eight foot like you know, conversation with our neighbors and those we're passing. And, and it's just it, like, it's, it's, it's all new and it's all different. Um, and and, and it's, it's all sort of taking a, a, a toll on us. And, and I confess to the staff this week that, um, man, there's been times over the last couple of weeks where like, I've just flat blown it. Like I, I've been short with my family, with, with my kids. Uh, I've been cranky. I've been irritable. I've not been loving. I've been unkind. Uh, I, I've, I've been impatient. I have not been gracious. Uh, sort of like if you, uh, uh, if you can imagine like all the fruits, uh, uh, the fruit of the spirit, um, except like the opposite of that. <laughs> and so that was, that was my confession to the staff. Because listen, like, we're all in the same boat. We've, we've been taken out of our rhythms. We've been taken out of our comfort zones. We're, we're right now, like we're in this, we're under this shelter in place. Um, and it'd be easy, like, to make it about you. Like, it, it'd be easy to, to sort of throw that, that pity party right now to think simply about how, like, this impacts you and how it impacts your, your stuff. But the call of the gospel is, hear me, it's a call to humility. It's a call to be decidedly God and others focused. Scripturally, Listen, the concept of pride, it's, it's not just arrogance, it's, it's preferring self-will to God's will. And ask yourself this, this question, has God's will and, and has His mission changed one iota through all of this? And, and, and I know it may be um, kind of a, a, a weird way to frame it. Uh, John Piper says, uh, he, he says this, he says, don't, don't waste your life. And I mean, it may be a weird way to frame it, but I, I would say, hey, don't waste this corona crisis. Don't make it about you. Don't get so caught up in the physical that you, you miss the spiritual realities behind this crisis. This past Sunday, this past week, 
Pastor Tony Evans in Dallas, I, I think he said it well when he said, God sovereignly allows and at times even causes distress to because he's after us, because he's after our hearts. Second thing that, that, that I want to say uh, today is that the grace we've received, it, it should produce not only a deep humility, but also this, this drive to, to leverage our God-given gifts for the good of others, both, both in the church and, and also church family in the world. Church family, I, I think one of the things that, that happens when we limit the idea of, of church uh, to sort of like this the Sunday worship experience is that I think a lot of people struggle with how to how to use their gifts within the limits of sort of the Sunday morning environment we we sort of like we know uh theologically and theoretically that that we're supposed to be uh using and utilizing our spiritual gifts but i think a lot of people many christians they they struggle to find the sort of the outlet for that well well guess what (laughs) the church has left the building right like we never were the building and and i think many of you if not all of you you know that and and uh Am I missing? Am I missing gathering with my church family uh, at Hope Crossing on on West MLK? Like, absolutely. You you better believe it. Uh, and, and is my is my heart burning with anticipation for that 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 first time when we'll come back together again? Um, yes, absolutely. But. Part of what God may be up to in all of this is stripping us of of any idols uh, of of comfort and complacency around what our concept of church is. And I want to read I want to read First Corinthians twelve four through seven. Says this. Now there are a variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of service, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. To each, to each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. I, I, I may, I may not know what your spiritual gifts are, but if you profess and to to believe in and to to follow Jesus, you. Listen, you have the Spirit of God in you, and the Spirit has equipped you with gifts to not only build up the body of Christ, but also to reach the world with the good news of Jesus. And while while Romans 12 doesn't, it it doesn't provide us with this exhaustive list, um, listen, it's a start. And, and, and I, love, I love how Kent Hughes uh, puts it um, in terms of thinking about these gifts as gifts of grace. So, so the, you have the grace of prophecy. You have the grace of serving. You, you have the grace of teaching. You have the grace of exhortation and encouragement. The grace of giving. The grace of leadership. And the grace of mercy. So, so here's the challenge if you don't already know. Take some time this week to think how God has equipped you 
with spiritual gifts. If, if you need to connect with somebody who loves Jesus and, and who knows you well and can speak into your life and help you to discern your gifting. And then do this. Look, look around. Like God, God is, he is already at work all around you. And odds are there's some gospel opportunities right in front of you. You may, you may have just simply missed them because you, you, you weren't looking for them. And, and then figure out how you can creatively move toward need, move toward others, and use your gifts for God's glory and for the sake of the gospel. I, I think one of the things that we've done is we whether whether purposely purposefully or or inadvertently um i think like we've made spiritual gifts about the the uh the messenger and not about the message see we're not supposed to see our our gifts as operating in a vacuum but connected to uh, a sort of a specific mission and, and so let me explain it like this so the idea is it's not like oh Jonathan is a teacher. Jonathan, uh, his gift is teaching. No, that's, that's not where we start. We start with the mission. But the idea is this. God has raised up this local church called Restoration Church Bryan that exists to bring glory to God and to make Jesus known and to make disciples of him. So, so that's the mission. And he's equipped Jonathan to teach so that God's people can grow in their walk with Jesus. Uh, they can grow in their understanding of God's word and then make Jesus known in the world. So like our gifts were never meant to exist sort of by themselves as this standalone thing. They're meant to be stewarded as God calls us into a mission. And the beauty of the church, and we see it here, we see it in 1 Corinthians 12, is that we exist in unity with a diversity of people and, and a diversity of gifts. It, it, it's like this. Uh, I think they're coming out of it, but all four of our boys last year, even our twins who are in fifth grade, they, they would have been fine with, with a birthday party like where all of their gifts were Pokemon cards. Um, Steph and I, like we, like, we had to lay down the law. We're like, stop. No. Uh, you're, you're not just, you're not going to only get Pokemon cards as, as your birthday presents. Uh, like, how, how lame of a birthday party would that be? Can you imagine as, as they opened up their gifts and it's, it's like, oh, awesome. Hey, look, another sword and shield pokemon booster pack oh like what do we have here it's it's a, a sun and moon uh cosmic eclipse pokemon pack oh what's this more pokemon packs man uh that would be lame if all the gifts at my kids birthday parties were pokemon cards same thing in the church how lame if we all had the same gifts. But listen, church, God, God has given us a variety of gifts. Question is, how are you using your spiritual gifts in this pandemic? How 
How are you living in and through the Spirit of God right now? How are you walking by faith? Because this, the text says God assigns to each a measure of faith. Listen, we're, like, we're all struggling uh, to, in, in varying degrees right now. We, we all need to sort of rally around each other and to, to fight with one another to, to keep the faith and to not lose heart. Paul re- reminds us in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, he, he says, uh, we walk by faith, not by sight. Last thing, and then I'm done. Church family, God is at work. Jesus is, is alive. He is drawing people all over the world to himself right now. Don't forget, grace is not just a commodity to consume. It is the character of God that we, we need to put on display right now. And as you respond to God's grace in Jesus, walk in humility. And remember, you have the Spirit of God in you and he's equipped you and he's empowered you with these gifts to to build up the church and to make Jesus known church family I love you guys I'm praying for you daily blessings